Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is the Road to the Super Bowl podcast. We're only two days away, three days, depending on when you listen to this, to the Super Bowl in Miami. I'm Kevin. I'm Jeff. I'm back, motherfuckers. I'm Sinsen. And we got Sinsen back on on the radio, on the mic. So we're just going to start off with this. Uh, as many around the world, and especially in California know, uh, Kobe has passed due to a helicopter crash, uh, died at the age of 41 with his daughter, Gianna. So just want to you know, pay respects to Kobe here. Um, I think if you just look at his body of work as a player, he really did a lot for the game. I think he helped bridge that gap. And for a lot of us, he was our Michael Jordan, realistically, because he was the next great thing to Michael Jordan. Um, yeah, just very tragic, uh, especially because not just especially with the daughter on yeah the, with on the, the daughter with the daughter being on there and and the, I think and the, the other players the yeah. parent and another player like another child and the yeah. pilot is just yeah um, just paying respect so you know thanks Kobe for all the highlight reels and you know the mamba mentality so I could have done without mamba mentality but yeah excellence yeah. Kobe tragedy R.I.P. yeah yeah so let's kind of move off that because I think everyone's kind of I think we've all I actually you know was very shocked by it uh when i initially heard on sunday sunday morning like at 12 o'clock my uncle pulls up his phone he's like hey you see this i was like what kobe's dad's like no fucking way he's but then it was like oh shit tmz and then fox news and then comes from comes for all of us Mm -hmm. you know sometimes by surprise you know so it's just very shocking i was like okay so I'm ready to move right on to football yep. whenever you we've want. had we've had time to process at least for me I've processed and kind of you know, it's now more reality and it's just like yeah it happens uh, all the greats seem to kind of leave us a little early so you know R.I.P. Kobe thanks for everything but let's go ahead and move on to the Super Bowl this is a very exciting time for those in Kansas City Kansas Missouri in the Midwest and for those on the East or sorry the West Coast so as I'm sure everyone knows it's San Francisco versus Kansas City in Kansas Miami, City. you know. And and since I uh since I missed last week, can I can I do a little bit of last week's game? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh sorry I I no call no showed the uh the pod last Monday. I was uh recovering. I I had I had misplaced my cell phone. This type of game watching the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl for the first time in my lifetime and the first time in Arrowhead Stadium history is the type of it's the type of event the, the type of evening that takes multiple days to recover from um glorious victory it, it, it there've just been so many years where the chiefs have felt on the precipice and and actually most of those years are are, are pretty far in the past back in in the in the Schottenheimer era Losing to the Bills with Joe Montana in the AFC Championship game, uh, the benching of Rich Gannon, who went on to take the Raiders to the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs' subsequent loss to the soon-to-be Super Bowl champion Denver Broncos in 1997. This felt like a group exorcism of all of those demons. It felt like a joyous, euphoric cleansing in that stadium, and... I was almost brought to tears, and in, in in fact, I was there with uh, with a couple of my buddies, John, and then uh, a, a guy, uh, a guy named Joe, and his dad and his and his brothers, and you know to see their family experience, and his dad who's had season tickets for 
I don't know. He was talking about going to games in the 90s, so like 20, 30 years at least. And, and, and you know, they were up in the nosebleeds. This was a, an expensive ticket, so I was you know, up where his season tickets were. But to, to experience that with a couple of my buds who I've been going in, in, in a couple of them in particular, three of them, I watched Tom Brady rip our hearts out together with these guys just a year ago. And to, to watch this happen with them and with my buddy and his dad and to see like, the I mean, his, his dad was kind of crying to see the joy of, of, of those guys. Cause, cause one of them lives in Boston, you know, another one lives, I don't know, Chicago somewhere closer, but not in Kansas city. And then, and then Joe lives here locally. Uh, that was just such a sweet thing to see. And again, arm fatigue from so many high fives. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I mentioned this, like after the, after the Houston game, but like, I didn't yeah, exercise all weekend yeah. and, and then Monday, but both Mondays I was like, and I knew what it was this last week, but after the Houston game, it was a mystery for me for like a couple days. My, my right bicep was kind of sore, like as if, as if I'd done curls, <laughs> it, but I hadn't exercised at all. And, and in fact, it, it was just that I had given so many high fives. So many high fives. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you know, cause it's like seven touchdowns times I don't know, like everybody around me, you know, like five, at least five, high fives. Anyway, I 40 plus high fives by, by the end of the game. But, um, and then the next day I, so the evening moved on to, to Harris mm-hmm. and, um, and then moved on to my friend's house. And at some point I mid misplaced my phone and didn't have it all of Monday, but, I was lying around listening to sports talk and listening to some of the the old timers on Monday, and it, it partially it was probably the devastating hangover that sort of had me had me compromised in the head. But I I got emotional a couple times on Monday just kind of listening to some of the local guys talk about it, and it's just it's just a really special thing that I am really excited and happy about. Yeah, no, you know, um, I've been talking to people all this week and been talking to non-football people and I've asked them, Hey, what are your plans for Sunday? And a lot of them like, Oh, I'm just going to do chores. around. I'm like chores around the house on, you know, it's Super Bowl Sunday, right? Oh, I don't watch football. So let me just put this out, put this out there for those that don't watch football that do listen to our podcast that support us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but for those that are in Kansas, this is the one thing that I would encourage you, implore you to even if you have to have in the background, just watch it because this is this is history, yeah. right? I am busting my house to clean it and get it ready for Super Bowl so that we can have people over. Yeah, like, because this is a big deal for yeah my husband it's, who grew up here. Um, I'm not from here, but yeah. I mean, I can yeah. It's it's super exciting. Yeah. Like everybody here is super excited. Are you, yeah, are you having people over? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. But yeah, people that's, are people are invited. DM Simpson. Yeah, that's that's the thing, right? It's this is. It's kind of like you, you have to watch it. You just have to. Because if you don't, and for whatever reason, whatever happens, I'm not going to predict what could or doesn't or whatever. But if you miss it, yeah, you may be able to like rewatch it, but you're going to already be behind. It's kind of one of those like social things where it's like, yeah, you were, you were there. You know exactly where you were when this happened, right? Yeah, this is a social cultural event. Pa- yeah. Part of what I love about going to, to Chiefs games uh, is, is that in... I'm going to go ahead and say this, quote unquote, on air, but I'm a big fan of taking just a little 
just a little dose of psychedelic mushrooms before these games. Um, not not a monster trip amount. Obviously, I want to cognize what I want to still be in the real world. But it, you know, the 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 ancient Norsemen used to to take mushrooms as part of their religious ceremonies. And to me, going to Arrowhead in, in football, especially in person with that crowd, is sort of a modern day religious experience. There's a mob mentality, you know, collective joy, collective euphoria, collective pain, it, you know, and it's an event. It's like a, it's a ritual. And um, and so, you know, this is the biggest event Kansas City has seen as a city in years. I can't. I mean, since the World Series, I guess. Since KC, the Royals, but, for those that aren't. In the in baseball world, you know, Kansas City Royals won the World Series, and right. that was a big event for the whole city as well. So this is just one of those. We can, for Kansas City, it was what twenty. It was exactly years? thirty years. Thirty years, because yeah. because I it was weird. Yeah, it was exactly thirty. Yeah. It was exactly thirty years, and I was thirty years old. It was kind of a weird feeling, yeah. you know. Um, and this has been 50 years. Yeah. And and so this is obviously a single, it's a bigger game, you know, whether the World Series, frankly, the Super Bowl is a bigger deal. It is. No, Series. it is. Because the World Series in most games like that, like NBA, they have seven games. So like it's one game where it's like really high. And then the next one is like, Ugh. so right. like, this is one winner take all. It's right. you play it. That's it. There's no second game. There's no comeback. There's no down three, one. It's you win yeah. or you don't. It's all going to get done this Sunday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you Kevin and you know it's funny my uh my my dad played played a little high school ball way back in the day but since then he's you know he's become this guy who who sort of he runs in like the art crowd and stuff and he's got a retro furniture store and and he he, he does, you know he doesn't follow football as as you know frankly as makes sense I, in in college for a while I didn't really follow football my friends didn't either um but he's wanting to get, you know, he's thinking about having a Super Bowl party. He's yeah. actually like been like, well, maybe we should, maybe we should go. If I, if I, if I saw if I disappear tomorrow, we know why. You you will yeah, know why. We know why. Yeah, yeah, I already have all of next week secured off. That happened yeah. a while ago. Yep. But if I disappear tomorrow, you'll know why. I, I, that's a, it's a very 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 long shot. But you will know why. Yep. And I will probably ask for forgiveness and not permission if that happens. But yeah. but, I think. Especially with how, again, I don't think anyone in Kansas City, even our, our bosses or whoever, would blame you. Now, they may f- frown upon it, but they're not going to blame you. It's like, right. okay. To actually attend. To attend. Yeah, it's right. like, Ugh, I get it. We get it. So that's the thing. So we're going to go into, we're going to get into the meat of the Super Bowl here. Yeah. So last week, you guys, remember, I was Mr. Vegas. I was Sorry. substitute teacher, Mr. Vegas. But that's okay. I was like, Vegas 1.5, not a big deal. Brought more of the analytics. But we're going to talk about it. So I asked Mr. Vegas today, where was the line? And he told me, still at, still at one 1. and a half. Five. Still one and a half. The line, the, the line opened, <laughs> if anything, this line opened at one mm-hmm. and it moved to 1.5. Yeah. That, that's really, but even even there, you know, you see it opening at 1.5 in some places. And it's very, very stable at like one, one and a yep. half with, with almost, the, with the action almost split down the middle. Yeah. It is, it's so hard for me to identify the Vegas side here. I mean, if I had to guess, see, I don't know. If, if I had to guess, it almost. I expected this line to open at three. Yeah. Uh, the fact that it was low scared me, made me worry. Is this a trap? Are they mm-hmm. trying to 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 coax everyone into Kansas City? 
But then with the action split down the middle, and you guys, you know, you guys got guys like Trent Dilfer saying Jimmy G has got a PhD in winning, and that the 49ers are going to roll the Chiefs, and the national narrative seems to have very little faith in the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And with the action split like it is, almost down the middle, I, I frankly don't know where Vegas is on this game. I, but I. In homerism aside, though, I'm I'm firmly on on Kansas City. Sure. Now, granted, he, even though he prefaced with homerism, he is a diehard. He he just told you a heart wrenching, heart you know, emotional. So we will say this: I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. You all know if you guys have been listening, I've been on the real boy genius, Kyle Shanahan. I've been trusting him, and he's not proven me wrong this season. I think I've earned enough merit to say I know who Kyle Shanahan is because he again out he was with the pa- or with the Falcons when we lost to the Patriots oh, 23 whatever whatever I think this is going to be a closer game so I want to talk to you so what was the over under I think I saw it at 43 and a half is that correct that sounds really low yeah. to me um sorry what what fi- for, 53 and a half 50, sorry right now it's 54 and a half but okay. I think it's moved a lot I, yeah I'm going to I'll look at I'm going to pull the the movement up on it yeah. it uh I can. Jeez. Sorry. Yeah. I did not mean to. Me- I was saying 50 in my mind, but it came out of 40. But 52 or 53 or even 54, right? This is where I think a lot of people are going to choose the over. And I don't. I don't blame them for that because you've got a high explosive offense in Kansas City. You've got a really solid offense. Yeah. It may not be the same explosive offense. But it's Kyle Shanahan. He's, zone run Shanahan offense. Yeah, yeah they score. We've seen what Kyle Shanahan can do with Matt Ryan and Julio. Yeah, maybe it's not going to be 35 average, 30 points a game. But you damn well know he's going to at least get 24, 27. So with the math, right, if Kansas City does 32 and it's 27, you know, that just kind of gets you right there. It just gets you at the over. But I believe the number's going to be lower. I just I well, think they're going to play a tough defense. Both teams are stepping up, right? Both teams are playing well, and I think the offenses are going to – I think they're going to start off a little slow because it's the lights. It's the Super Bowl. You've heard other players and other coaches be like, realistically, like I, I really don't remember the first quarter because when it's your first Super Bowl, it's just very well – like there's just a lot happening. You got the entire stadium packed. You got all the noise from the week before. Now it's the butterflies. And so I think a lot of players are going to just have those nerves, but we're going to see it calm down. I think with Andy Reid already having been to a Super Bowl, he knows and he's been prepping his guys. Hey, get your mind right. It's fine, but we just got to get. We got to be the ones first up. We got to be the first ones running. With Kyle, and San Francisco, I don't know if they had that. Garoppolo is really 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 young like he's well, he's this, not no he's not he's no, he's football young he's football young he's, but he's, is, he's he's not, not he's, he's not never he's never played in a situation like this no and so that's what i'm saying young in terms of his experience he's tw- should, yeah he's 28 should, but yeah you're yeah, you're right experience right. where it's like well he he's never he, he is like this is his first full season full season yeah because the first season he did start remember he injured himself right so well then, he injured himself in kansas yeah. city yeah no, that's he, what i'm saying is, right trying to do too much i mean he it was a it was a non contact injury, but he he injured himself galloping down the sideline, mm-hmm. thinking he needed to do that to keep up with Mahomes. Yeah, you know we're, we're going to break this game all the way down, but yeah. I I'm pretty confident. I 
as, as far as your over under stuff, the uh, the line started at like the number started lower at like 52, 53, mm-hmm. and now has gone up to about 54, 54 and a half. Yeah. You, you're taking the under is generally the sharp play, so you're probably on the right side there. Yeah. The public loves the over because they love scoring. Yeah. And so and that's what they want to see. Right. And so the, the, the Vegas play is almost always on the under. And I, I actually enjoy betting the under because every second that ticks off the clock is your friend in the under. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Like when you bet the, you, you you would think it's more fun to bet the over because then you're like, fuck yeah, let's score. But actually, what ends up happening is you're frustrated at every play score that's more. not big yeah. or, or scoring points. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you take the under, it's like, yeah, like every second that ticks is a win, a benefit to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like money in the me. bank. Yep. So, Mister Mister Vegas, um, I want to get your perspective. I think we already know where you're going. Have you put your bet down? I have put my bet down. Okay. So, um. So what's the payout for those that aren't familiar, right? What was the payout if you chose Kansas City? So I put an early bet down. As mm-hmm. soon as I saw the line come out at negative one, I thought this thing's going to move. Frankly, it has not moved as far as I thought. Yeah. So I put I got my bet in while it was at one, negative 110. You know, so you bet, let's just say theoretically, I bet $220 to win 200 theoretically. Um, also have that, I think I told you all about that season long mm-hmm. Super Bowl win bet I put yep. in at 10 to 1 when they lost to the Titans at the low point of their season. I yeah, you know, that one is hopefully going to come home for me too and I'm, you know, a, a a smarter man, a more conservative man, a guy who's not a Chiefs fan would maybe hedge this bet out by betting on the Niners. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I I could have bet like 200 bucks on the Niners and worst case scenario I went $200. Yeah. But uh but that's no fun. Yeah. And I'm also actually going to actual Vegas uh, next week. And so I, uh, in, in fact, I, it's it's <laughs> late notice, but if you wanted to join us, Kevin, where I'm flying out on Wednesday, I... Uh, of the 5th? <laughs> yeah. Well, damn, I'm going to Post Malone. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, so, yeah. Anyway, sorry. We'll, well, take our, yeah. we'll talk about our personal <laughs> plans later. But... Uh, and, you know, obviously, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, my opening Vegas bet is 100 on red at the roulette yeah. wheel just to, like, keep it fucking keep it rolling. rolling. Yep. But, um, but no, real talk, there, there's another payout that I, that I found even more interesting, mm-hmm. and that is an alternative line. Ooh, Chiefs okay. minus seven and a half. Can you explain this for our listeners? Yeah, so I'm – yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, Vegas releases a line, and if you bet on either side, you 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 get m- almost even money. They – they call it negative 110. You have to bet $110 to win 100 on almost any standard Vegas bet. They call that the juice. That's how casinos make their money. They don't actually make their money being right. They make their money getting equal. I mean, it helps when they're right. But they make their money getting equal bets on both sides and collecting 10% of the total wagering. They release what's called alternative lines where you can get a better payout to give up more points. So... You know, betting at my minus 110, let's basically call it about even money. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs just have to win by, if they only win by a point, I tie. If yep. they win by more than a point, I win. Well, if I want to get better than even money, if I want to bet $100 to win $230, I have to bet that the Chiefs are going to win by eight points or more. Yeah. So I also have a taste on that bet. Because yeah. because my predicted score here is here's my vision for the end of the game. At the end of the game, the 49ers have the ball and they're down two scores towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. The, the, in in my mind, the last time the 49ers have the football, 
they're down two scores. If they score a touchdown on that drive, they're still going to lose, mm-hmm. but I'm going to lose this minus seven and a half bet probably, yeah. Yeah. unless the two scores are 16 points. Yeah. But I'm th- I'm feeling a 31-17 outcome. I-, I told you this earlier, Kevin. I Dr. Strange these games. And uh. out of all... <laughs> Out of all Tony Stark possible, <laughs> out of the two hundred million, out of the two hundred million games, Super Bowls that will be played in the branching universes, the the ones that involve the Forty ers winning involve their defense. The only the ones Chiefs. that involve the Forty ers yeah. winning involve their defense making Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. look completely overwhelmed. Yeah, and their defense has been great this year, but I've seen. I saw Kyler Murray score in the 20s on him two times. Kyler Murray likes to run around, extend plays, and throw the ball down the field. He's, he does a lot of what Patrick Mahomes does, except a lot less effectively. Now, he lost to the 49ers twice yep, this year. he did. But he didn't look like he was a rookie, and he didn't look like he was shitting his pants. And they, they couldn't really completely contain him. And, and so, you know, I, I don't think this is the, the Ravens D that won with Joe Flacco or even the Broncos D that carried Peyton Manning to a Super Bowl. I think they're a great defense— also, but not those historically right. Good, I great. don't. I don't yeah. think they are generational good, which is what I think it's going to take to beat Patrick Mahomes when you got Jimmy G as your quarterback. I, I, I don't think they keep Patrick Mahomes from scoring, and I, and I think, I think Spagnola is going to have something for that that zone rush as well. Oh, for sure. When you have two ish weeks, right? You Andy should read like, off I, a bye, and that's what I'm saying, right? Because I think the stat here is that Andy Reid has the best off a bye or, you know, time to prepare for a team. Only second to Vince Lombardi. I like that. I like and that stat. Lombardi is like 82%, me with, uh, you know. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Could be with more of that analysis. <laughs> got any more numbers like that for me? Got any, yeah. Got anything else that compares Andy Reid to Vince Lombardi? <laughs> That'd be great. But, you know, that's what I'm saying is they the offense, I don't worry about scoring. I think that's the big indicator here is I don't worry that the offense – is going to be able to score. But I wonder if, you know, uh, Salah, you know, the defense coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, if he can adjust at halftime. Because as soon as they start going on a roll, he has to adjust. He has to make that halftime, like Bill Belichick does and what Pete Carroll do when he chooses to try and play and win. He makes those halftime adjustments. And if he doesn't, then, like you said, the two, 200 million predictions – of all the Super Bowls to ever be played in this universe and the next and all of the others, they that, all yeah they all involve they all involve Patrick Mahomes being either overwhelmed or yeah. God forbid injured in this game yeah and I just don't but I don't think it's going to happen yeah probability of that happening again is sports things do happen but it's very highly improbable that does happen to you know Sunday yeah it it's highly improbable yeah and he you know I yeah. So Cynthia, I do want to get your take on this because you are, you know, you've done the whole basement. If you because you guys can't see it, it's all nice. There's a nice big TV. There's the, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. She's going to have this done by Sunday, yes. by Saturday. Has I'm hoping to, has to be has to be. And oh, oh nice. Is you know, who is that? Okay, my eyes are so bad, but that's dope as fuck. It's culturally because, uh, inappropriate. It's, and well, it might it. be slightly, mm-hmm. pro- but we still the 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 R words are the canary <laughs> in the Chiefs' mind shaft. As long as they, as long as the R words can continue to be a team, 
we can have Derek Thomas in headdress and this beautiful poster that's down here in the Casey Bakery Studios. Thank you so much, Crosby. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I almost feel like it's a peyote vision that, that this is <laughs> this down is here. And, and Maybe I should have moved it closer it, to the pod. Yeah, I, I really wish I could just stare. I could, can we move it, it, right I could here? switch it out with the bear. <laughs> I, I could I can switch it out with great. the bear real quick. It's but just yeah, fine. Cynthia, how are you feeling? What is What has been the rumblings that you've been hearing on your side of the office and with people you've talked to? What is what is this for you and you guys? Um. Well, I... Uh, I don't know. I've been excited about football and actually been paying attention just a little bit because because you guys um, one night decided to invite me to Buffalo Wild Wings for for some wings and beer. And I was just like, somebody wants to hang out with me. Oh, cool. Somebody who's not like under the age of 10. Awesome. So I got I got that. And and I don't know. Somehow this this happened and uh, it's been really super exciting. So I've been excited and I'm really excited that the that the Super Bowl is is a is is our home home team representing and yeah um yeah and i've i've got do you feel like the fact that this is the first year you've paid much attention contributes to this run maybe i feel like i'm just i'm surrounded need, by winners i, I feel like i bring a winning engaged. energy yeah i think you need to stay to everything with that the team uh, my attitude's crap most of the time but whenever i'm involved everybody around me is winning so that's it's okay the catalyst of winning that's right yeah i get that yeah so We've talked the alternative line. You have seven and a half, right? The seven alternative and line is seven and a half. I, so okay. I fucked up, and I could have gotten that same payout right when I made my opening bet on negative one. But I was thinking, like, how can I get a little bit more action on this yeah. game? Oh, another little piece of action I like on this game. Okay. I love the props on Demarcus Robinson. Yeah. I... I I don't... I, I'm not saying for certain that he's going to blow up, but Bovada had, like... 3,300 to one that he'd score two touchdowns or more. I mean, that's just too much fun. That's like five yeah. bucks to win $250. It don't, my math's probably way off on that, but I know that it's five dollars to win payout. $250. Yeah, you get a big that's a type of low risk, high reward Super Bowl prop bet that is just fun. Yeah. My bookie doesn't offer it because, you know, I could put a thousand dollars on it and then fucking break them. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I wouldn't put a thousand dollars on a bet like that. But I do think if you're looking for a, a prop player, Demarcus Robinson and, and Patrick Mahomes actually have pretty great chemistry. And mm-hmm. in, in preseason, when Mahomes played a lot of preseason before this latest preseason, and in his in some of his early games, especially the one against the Broncos, he looked at Demarcus Robinson a lot. Yep. And and I I thought, frankly, incorrectly, that Robinson was going to break out once Mahomes got the starting role. Mm-hmm. That hasn't quite happened, but he's had a few big games. And for me, prop bet is is never very fun on a guy like Tyree Kill. Anytime you're making a prop bet and you've got to lay out more money than you're going to win, it might be the smarter play. I don't really know. I don't really specialize in props. I don't, you know, I feel like I'm pretty good at picking games. I'm not going to yeah. claim that I'm good at prop betting at all. I just do it for fun, just for a little bit. But if you want to sprinkle a little bit on, on a prop player... I think Demarcus Robinson's a good one to, to take a look at. His over-under on on receiving yards is like 25 or something. His over-under on receptions is one and a half. So, you know, I'll probably have like the the over on both of those yeah. and just a little sprinkle on the on the two-touchdown monster payout, and that'll just be another little thing I can have some fun watching. And I think – well, I actually, I know I told you about this. Yeah. So here's another fun <laughs> little Vegas prop bet is the prop bet was uh, – 
if J-Lo and Shakira will both show cleavage. So do they both, both need to show cleavage? Yeah, both oh. show cleav- cleavage. What's the what's three the, to it's a three to one? <laughs> so so it's it's Odds. bet. So if I am I betting on or against cleavage to make more money? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, what what, yep. what is less likely according to Vegas in this scenario? Uh, less likely is that they both show cleavage. See, I kind of like the they don't both show cleavage because mm-hmm. I, I I feel like one of them in this we scenario know, probably won't. Let's just be honest. Cleavage really yeah. isn't the strong suit of it's either not, of these women. It's not. Well, you know, it is now for J Lo, but yeah. J Lo's always been an ass girl. The, the ass has been the thing for yeah. both of these. No, correct. They're both Latin American, Brazilian. <laughs> you know, so that's their like forte. Cynthia, but, we need you to jump in on this before this turns into guys talking about asses on a sports podcast. I, if I if, <laughs> if I put my input in, I'm gonna be crude and crass, and I'm gonna be we're, I'm gonna be, be graceful and we're, we're, ladylike tonight. We're talking about asses. I love asses and cleavage prop bets for Las Vegas. Yeah, That's I the- love that. I love that whole thing, which is why I should stay away from it. I would bet against the cleavage. Is all I'm trying to See, say. See, that's the thing. I'm I'm more of an I ass like person I'm, myself. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll gloss over that. Okay, right. <laughs> it's. I just I would bet against I would bet against the cleavage. I I also. I don't know. Those bets freak me out because somebody knows the answer already. Yeah. They you already know. know. I mean? They they figured they like you said, they already know the outfits that were somewhat picked out. Right. They have an idea of like somebody well, in a war somebody in like their wardrobe department yeah. knows knows the right side of this bet. Yeah. And and that makes me think the right side is the one that you need to lay down, you know, would be the three on the three to one, right? Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, yeah. Again, so let me ask you this, Mister Vegas. Uh, pretty some pretty popular prop bets are. You know, heads or tails, you know, yeah. how many interceptions. What are some, again, we're not, we are very much the against the spread. We like the analytics of the actual game. These kind of prop bets are more just kind of nice sprinkle, a little, you throw it in the slot machine. That's it's a slot machine type, you know, yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. So Just something what, to spice up the game yeah. a little bit. What do you choose, heads or tails? Oh, I like to, you, you know me. I like to be a contrarian, mm-hmm. and tails never fails. Tails right? never fails. So go heads, go heads. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a heads guy when making that. I'm just a heads guy, period. Because yeah. tails never fails, right? Yeah. Well, fuck you, it fails half the time. Exactly. So I'm going against conventional wisdom. Well, actually, you know what? Let's let's ask Mr. C because he is the math, the math, the math whiz. Is what, what I, he what said true? Is what he said true? That is technically fifty fifty. Uh, I have to say, honestly, I wasn't listening because when you started to talk about their cleavage, I pulled up pictures of yeah. them so I could start thinking about, well, you know, if I, you know, if I, this is what I want to see and I'm, I'm going, research. they're both showing cleavage because, That's, you know, yeah. the way Shakira dresses, a lot She's of her stuff been, has cleavage and yeah. JLo's not going to pass up the opportunity to, be to show shine. off her assets. I wonder what kind of cleavage yeah. are we talking about though? Like, well, what, it what could be both. Cleavage. It could be both. Yeah, you know, we're the... we're talking full frontal, and you know, we could see some pretty low cut things in the back. Yeah, we but, could see some plumbers crack. But the uh, the question about <laughs> coin flips, right? Quarters. Oh, is coin it, flips. Is it truly fifty fifty? It is always fifty fifty. Mathematically, every time you flip a coin, it is always fifty fifty one or the other. Yeah. Now, when you start doing them in succession, mm-hmm. you might start to think, "Oh, it's going to change." It's not true. Every time you flip the coin, it is fifty fifty. If you flip a coin enough times the actual reality of what happens is it will end up 50-50. Now, you can have streaks. Yeah. You could have had happen two or three times in a row right mm-hmm. off the start. And so, oh, well, it's always going to be heads. Well, it's not. Yeah. The next time you flip it, it's 50-50. Yeah. It's always 50-50 because there's two sides right. to every coin. So right. The, so yeah. the question I will ask is, 
is from what I remember, and this is just me just trying to remember reading this, but it's like one side technically like heavier and because of it being heavier, it will tend to try and lean down, which makes the other right. No. Yeah. No, you don't (laughs) believe in that that pseudoscience of. No, the, the, uh, the, the amount of weight that you're talking about is probably so infinitesimally small. Yeah. It's probably just as likely to land on its side. Exactly. And not flip onto one or the other. Like, Mathematically, that's almost impossible to happen, too, because it's got some inertia going one way or the other. It's not just going to land on its side and stop. But it could. Yeah, no, it couldn't. <laughs> I've seen it. Don't tell me I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm going to tell you you haven't seen it. I have seen it. Okay. But... You were you were duped. It was probably was, a magician. It was a, it was a fake. It was a fake quarter. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I was going to say, you were duped. It's not going to happen. But... It's not going to happen. Okay, so we've talked a lot of the vegas side of... The game. By the way, Demarcus, sorry, Demarcus Robinson, two or more touchdowns. It's plus five thousand is the actual odds, but Ooh. the five to win two fifty is, yeah. is still the thing. I'm putting it in now. Okay. So make might a prop as well bet. make that yeah, bet. If you're going to make some bets, yeah. you should. What's five bucks? Exactly. Yeah, what's five bucks? Exactly. Yeah, that's for a, as much that's as we've been betting. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's just... a beer at the bar. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're... So that you, that's the way I recommend you prop bet the the Super Bowl if you can. Just do a little, little sprinkle, a little sprinkly. Yeah. Just situation. have some fun with it. It's supposed to be a yeah. fun time. You're gonna lose your, collective fun. I, I, and I, but I'm gonna warn you. You're gonna lose your ass betting like fifty bucks to prop bet. Just so you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's just dumb. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you're doing this for fun. That's not fun. Right. Yeah. That's now stressful. Right. Yeah. Unless you're, exactly. yeah. Unless you're a billionaire and five dollars is like two cents to you, then whatever. We don't. Care. Yeah. And then what are you doing watching it on TV? You should be down yeah, there. You'll be yeah. Down you there. should be down there. Mm-hmm. You should be enjoying the well, show. Maybe he enjoys the comforts of his home. And the seventy-inch. You know what? He can probably have the suite at the Super Bowl and have his comforts of home. Yeah, if you're if you're the billionaire, although that ticket might be in high demand, the other billionaires want it. Mm-hmm. Right. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I know I won't be it's, there. It's expensive for everybody. Yeah. I. You know. Yeah. Even though richos are like, what? Twenty grand? It was ten grand for, you know, it was ten grand last yeah. year for my forty-yard line. Well, now it's uh, now it's doubled because That's supply right. and demand. Yep. I really it's now even more popular. I really hope. The ch- some cheese faithful can get down there. I I, I know a guy who has uh, who has season tickets, and so the season ticket holders were offered a deal. They were offered some tickets that, you know, right now if you if you want to buy a Super Bowl ticket right now, you're not getting one for under four grand. Yep. For for a while it was five grand. It dipped all the way down to three grand, and I was hoping it was going to continue to lower because frankly, my magic number in my mind has been about two thousand dollars, and if it hits about that range, then Easy. I've got a buddy in Miami, mm-hmm. and it becomes something that why not? But uh, but yeah, I just hope that I I, I hope I, I want to hear the tomahawk chop. On, on national television, you know, or you hear it on national television yeah. all the time. But I really would love to hear the Tomahawk from the crowd at the game. From the crowd at the yeah, game. Yeah, from the crowd at the game. Yeah. That would be pretty impressive. It would yeah. be pretty impressive. And I, I actually, I think part of what's driving up this price is, part of it is that San Francisco motherfuckers are rich. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, so, it's... Yeah, Silicon Valley, San Jose, that whole yeah, just... I mean, it, they're loaded Bubble there. of money, yeah. And, and so, you know, they can spend anything on these tickets. But I also think that there's a lot of Chiefs fans who are making it happen. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that's the case. And so I, I hope we got... I wanted. I want to see a good... And that's kind of the funny thing. Another fun little... The color numbers that the Chiefs red and the San Francisco red is only literally one number off they're right well next to each other. this is this is another yeah. i'd like to call this an edge the chiefs have mm-hmm. i think the chiefs won the uniform 
battle in mm -hmm. this game. Oh, over the entire NFL. Well, what, what team has a better uniform than the Chiefs? I, I agree. I agree. There's no uniform superior the Patriots. to the Chiefs, in my opinion. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. No, just that's just the, a big, just a big no. The Chargers power blue. I, uh, okay, now that's a, that's okay, good, there could be a, a discussion uni. of the Chargers powder blue throwback unis. That's but, those are good, but they're not the red and gold. But I'm talking about for this game in particular. The Chiefs are getting the the Chiefs are getting the the red pants, white mm -hmm. shirt. You know, they're they're getting like or red. I don't know. They're getting a, a standard Chiefs look. The yeah. Niners are getting the candy ass white top, gold pants. Yeah, and. I just feel like I want to be in red in this game. Mm -hmm. If I'm on either side, you know, if I'm the Niners, I'd rather be in red and have the Chiefs in white. If I'm the Chiefs, yep. I want to be in red and I want the Niners to not have red. And are so I'm very red, happy that the are they Chiefs doing have the red pants? Do the Chiefs have the red pants? Chiefs have I, it's, it's it white, white tops, on red. red top. Or it's, is it, it red top white pants? It fuck. I don't know. It's one or it's 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 white and red. I don't know which. I don't know what's top and bottom. Because the white tops with red pants would look pretty goddamn good. Yeah, I think, mm -hmm. I'm think i pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, with the red letters, white tops, red so letters, red pants. So I'll just, we'll clear, clear this up right now. The Chiefs will wear red jerseys and white pants. Okay. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> red the Chiefs will wear, wear red jerseys, white pants. Niners, the Niners are, white. are wearing white tops, gold pants. Right. And I think that's like, they're, I think Niners have a pretty good uniform, but I think that's among the, the worst iteration of it. So, eh, you know, I don't know. I feel like uh, I know that when I put on a kick-ass outfit, I feel like I'm ready to kick some ass. Makes you feel you good. Yeah. You know, so. Gives you confidence. And I, like the, I like the red. Yeah, I do too. I mean, red is an intimidating color. Yep. And so I I, I like, the, again, you know, the, the Chiefs are, I don't, I don't know how they figure this out. Technically, the home team, What? Mm -hmm. that, I don't know why. I um, bet it alternates year to year. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. But, uh so yeah, that's part of why I think they had the prerogative on the uniform. Edge, edge Chiefs. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> what, what's your pick on this game, Kevin? I gave my out. Yeah. I, I have a feeling you're on the 49ers and you just don't want to tell me. So <laughs> it's okay. Um, Mr. Jakey at you know, Wow Streamer, um, he asked me, "Hey, uh, what is your simulations run?" Because we ran simulations earlier in the season and. You know, over these postseason games, we were again. I want to tout that we were nine and one. Oh, we kicked ass! We what kicked a great postseason! Postseason, yeah. I'm going to say this: funnest am, time to win. I've tried to find rationales. I've tried to find statistics. I've tried to find. I've ran. I ran a million game simulation. So I, I normally ran a thousand game simulation, and it's like, okay, cool. I ran a million game simulation. I made some tweaks to DVOA, strength of schedule, I'll, just anything I could find to try and give as unbiased or yeah as unbiased of a calculation as possible the chiefs came out winning by an average two touchdowns that's the simulations yeah um for me though just 30 31 17 two yeah touchdowns. two touchdowns yeah for me it's just very hard because i look at those numbers like i must have messed up somewhere because that's for most super bowls they're not i would consider a two touchdown almost a blow when it and when it, the game is done and over two touchdowns, every a Super Bowl was a blowout back in back in my day. When mm -hmm. I was a little boy, yeah. But these last few they Super were Bowls, never close. Yeah, yeah. these no. last super few Super Bowls have been very much a lot closer, and because of the changes to how the offense plays together, defensive calls, it's hard for me. I think I made a, I think I made a mistake. I told the guys at the office, "Here's my simulation results. Here's how they won." I'm still, I my heart still chooses the Chiefs, Thank but you. if we we're to go at the one and a half. 
the one and a half yeah. pushes you. That when one, all your simulations it, were saying they're going to win by two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Okay. When, when the line's one and a half, you got yeah, to you, yeah. you so, take no, no, the team you think's going to win. But, but, but here's the thing. Remember, Jeff, we had this exact know, same C- bet. Seattle, LA, Seattle and LA. LA. I know. I was just like, God. <laughs> but I GD, still say we got fucked Russell Wilson, team. you piece of shit. No, I'm just kidding. I love Russell Wilson. Right. Um, but I'm going to go. I am picking the Chiefs here. I picked. I, I don't think I told you, Jeff, but, you know, the. AFC Championship game. We knew the game was over. I was already on NFLShop.com. I was just hitting refresh, fresh, 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 fresh. Oh, Put nice. my orders in. Nice. They're coming in tomorrow night. Nice. So I got my Mahomes Super Bowl patch jersey in Ooh. red. Ooh, excellent. Yeah. Welcome to the fucking. Yeah. That's going to look good. Yeah. Welcome to KC Nation. Yeah. Well, I've been in KC Nation for a while. You have yeah. for sure. But I, but it's, it's, I, I am very, yeah. it warms my heart to hear that you have ordered a Chiefs jersey. Yeah. I'm very happy to hear that because yeah. I mean, obviously you're a Falcons fan. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm very happy to hear that. See, I, you've been taking care of the Chiefs for a while, mm-hmm. but I feel like ordering the jersey, you, you just signed the adoption papers. Yeah. We yeah. signed, we're adopted. Right. Kermit Mahomes, you're, we brought him on board. <laughs> you're in the family now. It's all the family now. So that's so, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I'm ready for that. So I'm, you know, I'm throwing a party with the family. I'm getting a whole bunch of chicken wings, and I'm doing all. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Sunday is. All, I told you, Jeff. I'm gonna be watching six hours of pregame. Just all the stupid little oh, yeah. hyping up. Oh and, yeah, the Fox Sports crew trying to hype everyone up. I for like four that. Hours. I like that bullshit. Even when the Chiefs aren't in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I like. I I just. <laughs> Because you know, like, like, in I haven't gotten sick of it. Obviously, in the last week and a half, like, I will listen to every fucking thing. You know, I listen to every podcast of local sports talk. You know, I gotta. I was gonna. I think I'm gonna try and find some Nick Wright. He used to be local, mm-hmm. but he loves the Chiefs in this yeah. game. And every time I hear him talking on the national stage, I fucking love what undisputed, I hear. Undisputed, yeah. His yeah. undisputed is just he's so yeah, money. He loves he's it. he's yeah. so good, and yep. and and he's such a goofy looking guy too, with a voice that is almost abrasive. That. True talent. Nick Wright mm-hmm. is a true talent because yeah. he didn't play, and he's not getting by on looks or yeah. like a silky smooth voice. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, this this time I've just been soaking it all up, and that whole Sunday, it's just you know, it's the last day you have football. So even when the Chiefs aren't in yeah. the game, I just enjoy watching just all the football bullshit for all all day. And and I just want to say this: it's not to be ho hum and downer, but we should enjoy. Postseason success is not guaranteed. We really should enjoy it. Like, just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Win, lose. This is a ride of a game. This is a ride of a season. We had crazy stories. Mahomes yeah. was, you know, coming off the 5,000, injured himself, comes back. They lose to the Titans, and then they come on and they get a break with Miami helping beat the Patriots to get the secure the bye. Right. You know, it's all right. these stories. Yeah. I think just, the Chiefs yeah. have really had this season the one factor you can't control. And that's luck. They've they they had some unluck mm-hmm. at the start of the season with injuries, but when push came to shove, and the season was winding down, all the breaks were going their way. Mm-hmm. Right, and and it's happened over and over and over again to get them to this spot. Last year, they earned every step of their way. Mm-hmm. You know, they I, I, record off the top of my head last year, twelve and four. I think uh, it was enough to get the number one seed. You know, no weird thing. No, no Miami beating beating New England yeah. at the end of the year to make it happen. And then they lost the coin toss mm-hmm. in overtime. And the greatest of all time scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. 
bad luck, right? That was that was the luck factor that right. you just can't control. It right. was it was a coin flip. And I think in that game, whoever had won the coin flip was M- going Mahomes to win the game. Was going yeah. to score. I yeah. exactly. Everyone and in Brady the stadium was going to score. Everyone in the stadium knew that that coin toss was the game. Mm-hmm. Every single fucking person. And everyone watched on TV, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh because both yeah, they were both just so unstoppable. That, yeah. That's one of those games that was just it was heartbreaking, but it's I, but I now, do not regret having been there. It was such a great it was game, a and, the, and the, it was a classic. Yeah. And the fact that we were able to exorcise that demon a, a, a couple weeks ago, it 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 especially now we're it, reborn, right? Yeah. I can I can look back at that game without the, the heartache. But yeah, so I do want to talk about two things. So I want to talk about the legacies because this is going to solidify certain legacies, right? So we have Andy Reid. He's been like we discussed earlier he's been to one super bowl before historically his entire career he's never had a a plus quarterback he's never had a superstar quarterback never once never once and now he and now he finally gets that piece he finally gets that help to know you can run the offense i know i could put out there you can make every single throw down middle shorts every single play how does your opinion i really just want to ask very shortly how does your opinion become when Andy let's say I don't want to but if Andy Reid loses if he loses this when he has all the pieces right he had all everything work together he had it, the kid he had the kid sit for a year right? so it, it will it will depend if I mean it will depend one quick thing I want to say sure that kind of going back to breakdown but it relates to Andy Reid as I mentioned, Trent Dilfer, I, there's been this this narrative out there that the 49ers just have the better team aside from the quarterback. I'm not going to die on the on that hill. That might be true. But the Chiefs were a damn good team when Alex Smith was their quarterback. They were. They were they a were, good team. They were a damn good team. They they were they won division titles. They went to play. So it, it's, it's not like yeah. they were 4-12 and, and then no, Mahomes and came the and just carried the whole damn yeah. team. They're a good team overall. Mm-hmm. You mentioning Reed and his play with you know his his performance with with quarterbacks who aren't great just kind of made me think of that. I, I if the Chiefs lose and there is an Andy Reed coaching blunder, it will then solidify his legacy as a choke guy unless he then makes it back, goes and wins back the Super and Bowl. wins whatever. Right? Yeah. Then that's winning erases mm-hmm. a lot of winning the bumps. will erase everything. Yeah. And then and and again you. This local guy, Sorin Petro, has been saying this for for years, but I'm gonna say it as mm-hmm. well. You will then, if if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, you're gonna like read stories about how Andy Reid learned to manage the clock and learned to learn to coach the big game. And what you, the real story is actually gonna be: Andy Reid learned to how learned to have a Hall of Fame quarterback yeah. on his team. You know, so yeah. It could it could solidify choke ass Andy Reid, or it could put him in the Hall of Fame and in, in the discussion him, for best coaches. Of all yeah, because it finally when you get that one ring, right? It finally just puts you as okay. Now you're here. Yeah, right. because Sean Payton, he's only got the one. If he didn't win that one, do we consider him a good offensive coach? We kind of put yes. him in that same vein of like, yeah, he's a good offensive coach, but he doesn't get yeah. He doesn't win the big games with Drew Brees, which we've talked about. Is Drew Brees really doesn't win the big games like that? Right. He's not. He's not a winner like that. Right. He doesn't get those wins. I think the guy who is going to exemplify this particular conversation is Dan Marino. Yeah. Dan Marino, if he had won Super Bowl, he is in the conversation for greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Now he's in the conversation of, wow, he was so good. Just he this. is one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. 
but he can't be considered greatest of all time because he didn't win the greatest right. game. So I think Andy Reid, I think he's a Hall of Fame coach. He's going oh, yeah, in the Hall sure. of Fame he, he because will. of what he's done, especially now that people can look and see what he's done with a good quarterback, or maybe, let me rephrase that, with a great quarterback mm-hmm. that has he has helped become even better than that, almost transcendent at this point. Because you look back at Donovan McNabb, people thought McNabb was a superstar, but that was Andy Reid. Right. And Andy Reid did it over and over and over and over again. He With took these guys. quarterbacks who were good, not saying they weren't good, and he made them great. Almost every single one. He elevates them. He elevates yeah, them. Always. So, and the guys love him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're all you know, fighting for him. M- yeah. Mahomes was asked point blank on some local show, who wants it more, you or Reid? And I actually kind of didn't mind this answer. Reed mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and but but it he made it he answered it in such a way that make made it sound like Mah- and Mahomes wants it too but he wants it for Andy he wants he's playing yeah, he, wants, someone he, he wants to hand yeah. Andy yeah. the Lombardi trophy yeah. you know and that counts for quite no a bit. it does and Kelsey was asked the same thing you know oh there's you know the talks with Andy Reed and how you know by the they way, know you know. they know they mm-hmm. the players hear this all the time. It's, it's not some like bubble where it's like, oh, only the sports fans talk amongst it. No, they hear it. They read social media. They see everything about their, and they play for Andy Reid. By the way, you know? gosh, I'm, I'm so sorry, but I went here last week. You got to fight for your right to party in the stadium was fucking electric. <laughs> was fucking electric. We're like, <laughs> like yeah, I mean, seriously, I think I'm gonna just... love a little Beastie Boys. Oh, it was fantastic. Maybe we'll get. Is there any odds on the Beastie Boys making a cameo during the Super Bowl <laughs> Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, that would be so dope. Yeah. That would be so dope. <laughs> and the and the and the Andy Reid though too. That the how about them Chiefs? Yeah. was was just a great moment as well. There was an I don't know if it was heard on TV, but it was it was loud enough that they heard it in the state. There's an mm-hmm. Andy chant for a while. Andy, Andy, I loved hearing him get that love. Because I do think he's been underappreciated. God, I really, I, I want this Super Bowl for Andy Reid. Yeah, you know no, what I seriously, mean. Seriously, it's he's put in the time. He's a very likable guy. He's done nothing really compared to like Sean Payton or yeah. other coach. Like he's a very like stand up guy. He only wants to win. He only cares mm-hmm. about football. And when your fans are diehard like that, you root for him to want to. Let's do it. Let's let's get it for you. And then let's just go on a run. Let's make this the next dynasty because, well, I want to segue because somehow the Patriots always come into play here because they've been running for 20 <laughs> because years. Because they have been. They, they are. Been they are a dynasty. For 20 years. They have uh, two two chapters of it, but yes. Yeah. yeah. So do you guys think this is our dynasty? This is the start of it. This is the Andy Reid and Mahomes for 10 plus years, and they're just nine of 10 appearances in the Super Bowl, and they're, you know, they got five or six. Do you think, do you see that in this? Yes. You do. Okay. No, no. And it's, it's not sarcastic i'm no i because do. who's the next there's always a dynasty it I was think, in basketball with the, well, i think what we're going to see know. in the next five six seven years in the afc is you're going to see uh two or three excellent quarterbacks As we always compete do. for the mm-hmm. championship every year and it's going to be deshaun watson and patrick mahomes and uh, lamar jackson and i think lamar jackson will be the first to fall off because of his play style and I think for probably a decade, it's going to be Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. And to me, make there's it, the, me the playoff a, showed. Oh, yeah, ahead. let me make a quick note because we were talking about this. Bill mm-hmm. O'Brien has been named the GM. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. been named the GM. Good. So and that could be why. Houston. That could Is be he why. Still, and he's still the head coach, right? No. Yeah. No, he's no, no. still the head coach. They didn't relieve there, him of those no, duties. No, no, I know. Yeah. But he is now the GM. But I think this is where I. Do you think he's going to hire a head coach or I just think, coach himself? 
I think there's going to be pressures to try and hire someone. Congratulations, but it's still too early. Yeah, congratulations, Houston, yeah. for not making a rash move. Bill O'Brien, yeah. it turns out, again, like he, he looks like a big dummy, but he wins, and he, he won with bad quarterbacks, and he drafted Deshaun Watson. So yeah. it, so yeah. this is a good – again, I think, that, I think yeah. we all kind of decided – Yeah, we all know where we all stand on yeah. that. But going back to what you were saying before, I just wanted to make that What was clear I saying for before? Uh, the dynasty for for you us. You got to fight. Oh, yeah. Deshaun, you're right. Yeah. You, you, well, you got yeah. That, God, that was that was fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, if I, you bet on the team versus the field, and, and you, you, the smarter bet would be on the field. The, the smarter bet would to be say would be to say no. But I feel like if if a if a bet with legitimate odds could be put out there on the dynasty. You get, you know, you get some favorable odds for betting on the Chiefs, and I would take the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I, who else? Who's in the AFC West? I mean, nobody. They, they're gonna, they're gonna roll the AFC West for foreseeably the foreseeable future, as yeah, they have for a while. Let's look at it. Philip Rivers is out, so right. Rivers is out. You got Drew Locke, Drew Locke, who I for Denver, I think uh, is might be okay. I don't think he, I, I, I don't think he, at Missouri I don't think he elevates. And, yeah, right. he doesn't elevate, and then you have. The char- or sorry the, or the Las Vegas Raiders right. we have to change that it was weird Las Vegas Raiders right but the argument is like they're gonna keep maybe Green trade himself Carr. called it a, a sinking ship they're, yeah it, it, yeah I just I mean it kind of looks like the, the you know it it looks like a similar path to the Patriots right where yeah. there, there might not be a whole lot of competition the division. They get essentially a buy every year, right? Playing just weaker competition. In this in this postseason, I thought it before the Houston game. I thought Deshaun Watson's a, a good quarterback, but this thought that they were kind of equal and that one we're going to see who edged it out. It no, like no. we saw that one is on a different tier. Yeah, he's you know, Mahomes is Mahomes yeah. is on a tier by himself. Maybe with Lamar Jackson, you play so differently, it's almost kind of hard to compare them. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, I, I just, I don't see why the Chiefs, the Chiefs over under number next year should be eleven for yep. total wins. Yeah. You know, it was ten and a half this year. They're just, it's hard to imagine how they're not going to be playing a home divisional playoff game for the foreseeable outside future. of as we've seen before outside of catastrophic you know catastrophic injuries to main players like mahomes or anyone else well we may but see yeah. him we may see him on the wild card weekend when things like that no, no, happen sure. but i right. don't think denver is uh unless uh what the quarterback from missouri I can't drew, lock. Drew, lock. drew lock pans out you Which, know, as Denver, a missouri guy i don't think he's gonna pan out i don't think he is either but i mean they're they're short a quarterback and San Diego is moving on from Philip Rivers. Also short of quarterback. Also short I would of love quarterback. to see him bring in Brady. Yep, sure. A lot of yeah, people. Yeah, we'll yeah. crush him. Yeah, yeah right. Brady. And then you got the Raiders, who don't historically know. just don't know how to do anything. And now they're going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. So, yeah, who's who's going to compete with them for the well, next at least couple the, years? At least in the AFC West. So that at least solidifies you get at least one playoff. Yeah, you're getting the playoff you get, game. Yeah, you get one. And likely the bye. Yeah, and likely correct, the bye right. because your division is so soft. Right. Yeah, yeah, which is what, the again, the, a lot of people just really, if they choose to forget about it or don't acknowledge it, the Patriots really did play in a very weak division. For, oh, a long, for decades. For decades, for decades because now. Miami didn't have anyone. Miami's Buffalo been a train had wreck no one. since Marino left. Yeah. Buffalo's been a train wreck since Kelly left. Yeah. Uh, who's the other team in that division? Oh yeah, 
the Jets. Yeah. And so yeah. due to that, they were almost always in the position where they were two home wins away from the Super Bowl. Yep. At the postseason, which, I mean, credit to them, greatness, excellence. But that's part of it. It and is. It, and it's kind of, you know, we talk about luck and external factors and. That's, that's part of what lines that's up to an the external Chiefs. factor. Yeah. I mean, you can't control who's in your division. You can't control what they're doing exactly. off the field, but you can make sure you put them down every year. And the Chiefs have done it for a number of years now, and yep. I do not see that coming to an end anytime soon. Exactly. So I do want to wrap up the NFL specific portion of our conversation. What's your, what's your uh, pick? Oh, what's my pick? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's going to be like thirty-five seventeen. I do not think I it's thirty-one going to be touchdowns. Close. Yeah, so close. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. What do you have a score, Kevin? Sorry to cut you off. Mr. No, Sorry. no, I did have it because I, I just yeah. realized that Kevin gave a pick, but not a score. We, you and I, both gave scores. Okay, yeah. the scores are better. Yeah, so well, for, yeah. for a single yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. If we if we were running down the whole slate of you know the whole sixteen game slate, yeah, I'll no, just pick I don't a think winner. About it that much, but uh, mm-hmm. but for the Super Bowl, we got it. We got lay a score out there, don't we? Yeah, I was thinking 30, 31. 17. 17. That's a good it's, number. Like I said, it's that's still a pretty. Good, that's a good number. I I keep hearing that number. Yeah. I keep hearing that number. It whispers. That number is whispered to me at night. 17. That's right. It just <laughs> keeps it keeps popping up places. I really like it. I, I think I, I seriously. And again, there's the vision of the Niners possibly overwhelming Mahomes, but I really think we look back on this game and uh, and we're like, why did we think it was going to be close? The why Chiefs, were we so scared? The Chiefs had a yeah. good. The, the Chiefs yeah. had a, a defense that was playing really well down the stretch. And, and really, when you look cumulatively at the season, the defense was like top 10. Yep. Um, yeah, and they had the, be- the, and they, and they had the best yep. player in the game. And I, I have a feeling we might look back on the Super Bowl on Monday and be like, who, why did, what, the what were we worried about? Right. I'm not concerned at all. And me I neither. have not been at all. The only like, thing that no. concerns me is how non concerned I am, which is something I, yeah, it's like, which, which in the regular season, if, if this was a regular season game, I would, pro, you know, I would view my you own would start overthinking with great it. suspicion. Yeah, you would overthink it. But but I try not to think in the playoffs, and and I and I they're just a little bit more to, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, there's a little bit more to just applying your eye the eye test in your football field to playoff games in regular season games. Sometimes you just feel it. I just have, a, I have a feeling. Right. That's why it's hard for me to evaluate with all the statistics and trying to find stats and trying to figure oh you know it's miami and how many this and that and the last time san francisco won a super bowl was blah blah you know all these but weird it's also like stats the super bowl you know? which invalidates a lot of those no other and that's, stats. that's what i'm saying super bowl. Yeah. yeah i sent this text i don't know if this is a text i sent to you kevin or or uh you know my buddies in hawaii or, or who but like when mahomes went down in those dark times i was like spin zone mm-hmm the Chiefs discover their running game in defensive grit in his absence, and when he comes back, they will be a better rounded team. Yep. And that is exactly what it said. Not so much the run game, but that on the defense, that's exactly Got what half happened. right, which is, yeah. Right. You know, the defense stepped up in that Denver game when he went down. It was the Denver game, right? <laughs> yeah, when, he went, so. when he went yeah. down, the defense just dominated the entire yeah, game because that was it, the game that Flacco got sacked seven times right but, but they yeah. haven't but they've taken that mojo through yeah. the rest of the year mm-hmm. I mean they, they Derrick Henry didn't want to run anymore by the second half of that game at least it might have looked different on TV but for me yeah. it's like they were fucking roughing him up it looked like they were they were bullying him yeah I mm, mm, so yeah I love this team but yeah we are all a consensus as as is tradition when we have a consensus pick 
Consensus. We're picking the Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Let's go. Kingdom. I'm looking forward to I'm just really excited for Sunday. I just am. And we're only one day till Friday. And I get to drive and do all this. So just looking very much to this game. I haven't been this excited since the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. I was super. I planned it as soon as the Falcons won. I was like, everyone, I'm hosting a party. Went to Costco, got five pizzas, did all the chips, all the drinks, all that, and just heartbreaking yeah. but regardless i still enjoyed it it was still a good memory so that's okay yeah so we're gonna go to the video game corner all right tech corner video game tech corner. corner video game corner so i wrote this down because <laughs> here's a topic <laughs> we're gonna talk about controllers i'm notorious for coming up for telling kevin <laughs> i've got a tech corner topic and he's like yeah you told me it's something you want to talk about i'm like uh oh yeah i completely forgot so here's the latest <laughs> video game i've been playing yeah, but, but yeah, we're talk about controllers. controllers. Controllers for PC. Yeah. So a few years ago, I had to, uh, I had to buy like a PC controller, and I was like kind of surprised to find there actually really wasn't one. Mm-hmm. The, the you know it was, there wasn't a good one at all, except for just the the Xbox at the time 360 mm-hmm. USB controller. And, uh, and you know, it's a, the Xbox controller, I th- think, is fine. I think it's good. I actually think of the 360 generation against the PS3, which was still the original PlayStation mold, basically. Um, yeah, with the dual cons. More right. PS2, the d- dual analog. Right. It yeah. still kind of had that. You know, that I didn't think that was ever a, an ergonomic controller at all. Oh, zero. I, I thought, zero. like, for, and we've talked about this, for mm-hmm. first-person shooters, I thought that controller was the best. I do think the GameCube controller is in contention. Yeah. Um, but, th- but then again, the 360 was the Wii generation. In that generation, mm-hmm. the best standard controller, in my opinion, was the Xbox 360, 360 controller. Yep. But it was just funny to me that there really was no... PC Windows gaming yeah just yeah. yeah like no company had come out there and like actually released a good controller Logitech did for a long time they've tried to make it like a good but they look so bad Mad Cat's also transitioned away from like these weird goofy third party controllers to like trying to be a legitimate manufacturer controller mm-hmm. hardware but yeah there really wasn't a great oh wow I'm gonna bring this with me everywhere I'm gonna when I PC game on my gaming laptop whatever you don't pull out a Logitech for a lot of these people now it's you pull out a xbox one x or exactly. xbox one controller and some people do use the dual shock you know for the ps4 and ps even the ps3 to an, to an extent but just i want to say this to P, to playstation fans what makes it so comfortable it just seems so awkward i it's, actually like doing, the ps4 controller it's like it's still this you your hands rest like this when you put your hands out and you're just putting your hands vertically when you have to do this, the this sideways, my, right, right. Yeah. The well, they're probably motion, used to it. The down motion on the analog stick <clears throat> is not good. Yeah, uh, it, it just hurts my hand when I do it. Just, this. I'm not a controller yeah. guy. I, I'm well, a yeah, PC no, gamer, I'm, and I Matt, would, mice and keyboard. But we're talking yeah, about controllers, Mister C. Now, I know you are, but I would never <laughs> pick up a controller for a PC. So yeah, well, I I prefer you know I, I prefer to like sit back in a chair and or like lay on my bed play my games i don't really like being you know up at a desk sitting upright you know i prefer like the laid back so i've become a controller casual guy and um and so so i was looking for a new controller Mm because i recently uh, i recently got a 2070 i had a gaming computer that i built uh, several years ago it's it's got a quad core i7 in it 
um, still works. I want to say 6700, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, I wanted to get a card that would basically max out the CPU, but not like leave too much of a bottleneck on the CPU. I think I actually kind of hit it pretty That's nicely. I've, been, I've actually been really happy with the performance I've gotten out of this 2070 and this four or five year old processor. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I then also needed a new controller because my analog stick was getting a little loose. Back to the fire, yeah, and and so I was almost like in the same place I was before. I was like, oh, I wonder what controllers are going to be available. <laughs> Back to the same fucking spot. Microsoft Xbox One controller plus cable for Windows. Mm-hmm. This controller kicks ass. Yeah, it it's kicks a good, ass. It's a great keyboard or sorry, uh, controller. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, ergonomic and and you know, I th- I think what you were one of the complaints I think you were saying about like the the PlayStation controller is that like it almost becomes a sideways motion to push the analog stick up and down. Up and down doesn't really feel natural yep. where it is. It's not at your thumb's resting position. Mm-hmm. It's like the PlayStation co- controller is still designed in a way that assumes you're going to use the D-pad more than the analog stick, mm-hmm. which you do not anymore. The D-pad is still on the... So in that way, the design is is poor, but I, st- I still think the PlayStation 4 is a pretty comfy controller. But this Xbox One controller plus cable for Windows, you're going to think... I'm fucking no you're harping for microsoft nope here. you're not it's a hundred percent true it's a such a solid fucking controller mm-hmm. feels great in the hand the analog stick is tight as fuck um completely ergonomic and very importantly to me wired mm-hmm. you know people like are worried about latency and refresh rate and all this other shit it's like plug your fucking controller in too you know i a good wireless controller connection is only going to be a millisecond, but that's still a millisecond. And then if you have some weird, you know, the Bluetooth runs on 2.4. So does your router. So do fucking microwaves. You know, like occasionally you're going to have some weird spike and something weird is going to happen. I just want my controller to be wired. I don't want just that work. point of failure. Yep. You just and want it to work. You yeah. know, when you make the input, I want it right know. away and I want mm-hmm. it snappy. It just feels better, even if it's not a competitive thing. Yeah. You know, like if I'm moving through a menu, I want it to be crisp. I want to press down and I want that fucking selection to go down. Another cool thing about this controller is it's got the little light up X. It's not, at least it's not where the 360 was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's actually the same design as the it Xbox is. One controller. Mm-hmm. But you press this light up X and Microsoft has a sweet ass fucking overlay now that has, most importantly, CPU, GPU, RAM usage, mm-hmm. and, and, and FPS all there for you. Yep. All like in a translucent, customizable, resizable display. So, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I'm tweaking settings and seeing if I can run Outer Worlds in 4K mm-hmm. and, you know, how many FPS. And then, oh, there's like a little stutter. What's going on? Hit the Xbox button. I'm like, oh, well, yep. You know. CPU spiked. Yeah, yeah, CPU, a little bit. We're asking a little too much to the CPU. Yep. Um, Bring the resolution but, down from ultra to high. By yep. the way, CPU and GPU, uh, our buddy Bart posted in some in some chat anyway this uh, this analogy that I thought was really good. Okay. A CPU is like let's say you've got like a uh, like a like a I don't know quad core CPU. It's like having four PhDs. Yeah. A GPU is like having a hundred kindergartners, and if you need to. If you need like to solve a complex math equation, you hand it off to the four PhDs. But if you need to color a hundred fucking dots in different colors, you pitch it to the kindergartners. Sure, I know that. That yeah, Kevin, you don't need to hear that kind of. <laughs> I, I know Kevin doesn't need to hear that analogy, but for the rest of us lay people, it actually, it. I I thought it was. That's a damn good analogy. Uh, thank good, you. I thought it was a good, pretty good analogy. That is a good one. That's a good analogy. And uh, because because frankly, like it all, you know, it's something kind of in the back of my mind. I'm like, well, can't the CPU just 
kind of handles them. It, whatever. Anyway, love the Xbox One wired controller. No, I agree with you. I agree 100% because that was what I did when I built my my recent gaming computer was this when i say recent is my most recent for what i used to have so i upgraded from an i5 2500k had that for five years and i was like okay time to upgrade get the whole i9 get to 980 ti's and do all that and that's you know and that's you got an i9 mm-hmm. wow yeah and so for me i was like okay i had my 360 controller it was actually very used so the nubs to actually so on the analog joysticks they actually have nubs on up down left right so you actually you can just feel it and just right. know gone so I was like yeah it was all rubbed just off smooth yeah, yeah it's just smooth yeah. and so i was just like so what i did was like oh i'll buy one of those rubber you just put on top essentially like like a condom or whatever you just mm-hmm. put it on top and it gives you more grip it's just a grip and i was like uh, like this kind of works but i can still feel the bottom is just loose it's right. just it's not in the socket properly right so i was like fuck like it. a minor version yeah. of what happened with every n64 controller yeah. ever just just over time you, right. when you play hard so i went to best buy this was actually during black friday boom okay xbox one this is the one s and i was just like yeah this is again per- perfection for a for joystick for yeah yes. for a controller just a controller for gaming and so we talked about it but i'm going to bring it here too for a long time, and I still contend it is by far the most ergonomic controller is the GameCube controller. It is the most ergonomic controller. It's perfectly placed because on your right hand, you have a big A button, which is in green, right. smaller blue, the two X, Y, and it's just per- the Z. And in most left. games, you're yeah. going to be pressing the same button over yeah. and over again. And so that's why I was just like, man, this is, and I still use it for Smash. I still use it for casual games like emulator games. And it's just like, God, I love I love the GameCube controller. The Switch, I'll make this point. It's not ergonomic. It's, it reminds me a lot of... It, it just yeah, feels Switch hard to hold. It just feels hard to, to hold. No, it's not good. Um, you know, the Pro Controller... Helps. It's yeah. okay. Helps, but... it. I, I will say this as far as the Switch goes. I bought the... Um, I bought the light. Yeah. Almost yeah. for that mm-hmm. reason only. Yeah, I, I was going to... I knew I was going to go to Hawaii like twice in two months and... Uh, you know, so I was like, let's going to need to play some fucking switch on the plane. Have your games. Right. And so on the beach, (laughs) well, (laughs) (laughs) they would have, they would have fucking run me out of town if they see me with that thing out on the beach beside the point. But, uh, but yeah, they, but like either the switch, the, the switch fat, the OG switch Mm -hmm. is just too wide. It's just slightly too wide. You could take the joy cons off maybe and change this. But to hold in your hand on a plane, your elbows are going to be jabbing your it's your, like your neighbors. Yeah. It's like holding a newspaper. Right, it's, right. It's, yeah. The light is just narrow enough to do, and it and it takes it does kind of fix that problem a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, it, it's it's so much better to hold in your hands, so much better. But yeah, the the switch doesn't have a great controller solution. Yeah, I was just looking. Can you plug a? Is there an adapter for GameCube Can to be, switch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I use for I'm my. I'm sure for, there is. Yeah, no, no, there is. It's the one from the original Wii, so it's the uh, just a little adapter it's for both PC and GameCube for me. So I plug it into my Switch, and I have four ports for Smash. So yes. I have you know two GameCube yes. controllers, and then anyone else who wants to bring theirs. But that's the thing, right? It's in the only place the GameCube controller is lacking is in that second analog. Correct. Stick. They the, there's the C stick, correct. but it's not, it's not a, a true, true analog. analog stick. Yeah, but. I don't know. I'm not a huge FPS guy anyway. So, as far as action games, Smash, 
I, I agree with you completely. Yeah. GameCube controllers. It 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 is a great. Might be the It'll goat. always be in my heart one of the best because I grew up with it. I played the GameCube at the time. I had a original Xbox as well as GameCube. I kind of moved away from PlayStation. But then kind of came back once the PS3 came out because it was like, oh, cool, Blu-ray player built in, and, you know, I can now play video games. Cool. Save myself an extra $100, $200 yeah. separating the systems they out. Did, they did it again. Yeah, they did it they again. They got us with the DVD player and the PS4, yep. and then they did it again. They did it the again. Blu-ray on the PS4. Exactly. PS whatever. Yeah, PS2 and then 4. three. I yeah. fucked it up. Um, but that's the thing, right? In terms of controllers, obviously for PC gaming, like League MOBAs, R- you know, RTSs, you have to have a mouse and keyboard. You just do. There's no, for CSGO, for high response time, games like that, you have to have a mouse and keyboard. But for casual playing, what is that? That's our new Google Hey, Google, shut the fuck up. (laughs) There we go. Google listened. Yep. But that's the thing, right? You said it in a good commanding tone. That was was beautiful. When we're playing... It was lighting up, too. I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know, when we're playing... When I'm playing, like, League, Dota, any... Even StarCraft, for a long time I played StarCraft, Brood Wars, and then even StarCraft 2. That's a great game. You have to have a mouse keyboard. You just can't... Oh, yeah. Even Age of Empires 2, which we played a lot of. Speaking of those types of Mm games. Speaking of those types of games. Yeah, that's what I was segueing to. Yeah. So... Playing those games requires a mouse and keyboard. keyboard. So to segue into what Jeff's playing, we're going to call this the Game Corner with Jeff. Okay. Jeff, what, yeah, are, you, what are you playing right now? I tend to oh, obsess over these games. What are, what are you playing now? So, so I, uh, I, I, I've, again, I'm just going to reiterate my recommendation of Disco Elysium. I just love that game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but w- the game that, I, uh, that I've been playing recently has been... <laughs> Total and and this game is not for everybody. Total War Warhammer Two, and so th- there's this series called Total War. It's a Total War series. The first one I played was Total Shogun Total War. It was uh you know medieval Japan. Um, it is turn based. It's it's sort of to to simplify and make it fast. It's 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 kind of like Civ Light, Civilization Light on the overworld on a turn-based thing. You have cities that you can improve, you have technologies you can research, units you can recruit. Um you know, they 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 fleshed it out over the iterations, but now you've got like different kind of lords like a, you know, a, a royal family or what have you or or then um you know, different pieces like like individual units uh, but what you end up doing is you you build your your cities up or again in recent iterations maybe you're like a a horde where where you don't even have like a city you just have a moving camp or something and you you know you collect your resources and then you recruit these units and then you move your armies around again all on this like turn base overworld but then when your army either confronts another army or say confronts a an, an enemy player city and, and lays siege to it it zooms in on a real-time strategy mm-hmm. and the real-time strategy element of this looks fucking epic because it's like you you might have you probably have literally like 1500 guys on the field now they'll be in a lot of times they'll be like one unit of spearmen is 120 spearmen and you can have a max of 20 units in your army but you can you can have like two armies kind of rolling together to where you end up with 40 units you might have like a unit that's 
one dragon and one unit that's like 120 spearmen. Most of these games were historically based, and the one that like really got me was Rome. It was so cool to like take the Roman Empire and actually try and recreate that that conquest that they went through. You know, because like because in those games, like you're gonna obviously like you're gonna kick ass if you're gonna play those games, mm-hmm. and so that's one of the things that makes civilization like. There's some cool historical references, but it's never historically accurate because Gandhi never nuked, nuked anybody. Yeah, Gandhi and, never got pissed. And, and, right. Yeah. In the United <laughs> well, States. Well, you know what? I have to say Gandhi's peace rating on that one is 99. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> the only time he ever nuked somebody is if you bug his ass out. Okay. Mm-hmm. F- fair yeah, enough. That's true. I played all the Civs. But you get what I'm saying. Like, there was never a world in which the United States took over the entire fucking globe, which is like what you would end up doing in Civ. Mm-hmm. And, but like, what was cool about Rome Total War is like, <laughs> You know, they basically gave you a map that was eh, the Roman Empire, but then zoomed out a little bit, you know, so you had some periphery that they didn't conquer. But, like, you basically, it's like, you better conquer the whole map because that's what Rome did. And that's what got me hooked. It was really great. Medieval 2 was really awesome. But Warhammer 2 has just been fucking fantastic. It's this massive Warhammer 1 was a great game. Warhammer 2 has its own game. If you have them both, you get the combined maps. And it's just this epic, giant fucking fantasy world in which you can have your own like little war and battles going on like in the top right of the map with the, the Norse people and the Chaos Warriors, but the elves might be fighting over their little area all at the same time. And the, the dwarves and the goblins are, are battling it out in their fucking like, desert mountain area. And, um, and it's just fucking awesome. You know, you just have like... A thousand dudes storming some castle, and like they they got their archers up on the walls, and you're sending up your she- siege units and hammering at them with your fucking cannons, and they're shooting back with their shit, and then you pound down the fucking door with your battering ram, and you send your super lord unit in first to rally the troops and lead from the front. And what it really is like, I found, is it's like a mixture of it's like a modern day dollhouse mm-hmm. meets train set mm-hmm. because like there's a gamesmanship to these games but really what i want to do is i want to see all my pieces and my toys play in this virtual world i want to see these like giant armies clash and you know feel like i have command over them and this game delivers that and it's fucking really dope so yeah i love it <laughs> love it here's the one thing and i think there's actually been quite a few modifications because in the pc world everything can be modded I think someone actually has already done this, and I think it's cool. Is made a Game of Thrones version, and the one thing with oh, modded, it would be a commu- great adaptation. Correct. And the thing, the problem though, is that a lot of players, when they mod the games, they don't go really in depth with like story. So for me, I really wish there is a Facebook game for like Game of Thrones, but it's like nowhere near. It's all the freemium shit that you. Oh, right. you got to build your town, and you got to wait twelve hours, or you can pay three dollars for like a thousand rupees. Bullshit. I really want to have a true like Total Rome or RTS like Civ where it's like here's here's a Game of Thrones like yeah he choose your house you play within that house be all that you know you can and actually have the whole lore yeah of like not just the Game of Thrones HBO but the actual lore of the books Man, that would I, be fucking great I but. really wish someone at Creative Assembly the uh, the dev team that that does Total War <laughs> hope you're listening <laughs> if you were one of the tens of listeners that we have that would be dope love but it. uh <laughs> but because it would be perfect for that it they, would. one of the cool things that warhammer 2's done is they they have like sort of they've they you know these games they've been making these games forever 
and they've done they they've kind of woven in some cool store and some some story and lore elements. I'm not a Warhammer guy, but these are all characters that have been in the Warhammer universe forever. Yeah. And uh and you know, so so your your characters have motivations and and incentives to say fight like they're historically like lore and you know it'll you'll get a mission from whoever that's like hey you got to go take out these 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 guys yeah. have been enemies of the high elves for centuries yeah. you must destroy their yeah. grove <laughs> you must restore their crystals <laughs> do they seriously talk like that yeah uh, okay. some of them do <laughs> okay some right. of them are like oh god they have a chosen I've been playing as the Chaos Warriors uh, recently. Like, all they're supposed to do is just wreck shit. Yeah. And, oh, and that's <laughs> probably a good choice. It actually has is, is been really fun. I Damn don't... the torpedoes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to worry about, like, building up cities. No, oh, fuck that shit. No. No. My, the guy, It's like, literally, it's just destroy things. Nuke them. Yeah. Nuke them. Yeah, yeah. Raise. It, in fact, yeah, the whole thing is you just raise the cities. It's a great iteration. Attila. Oh, mm-hmm. God, that was a great Total War thing. You could be Attila the Hun and just... Yeah. Roll over Europe. They, they were just yeah, just fun games, but but not for everybody. For oh yeah, no, for, you got to be really nerdy <clears throat> to want to play one of these games. Yeah, it's one of those like, as a PC gamer, you you know of those games because you either played Age of Empires or you played StarCraft or you played some kind of version of WoW. Total Annihilation you know, and, was an underappreciated are, classic. Yeah. Back those in are the, the day. types of games that you didn't used to be able to play on a console. Those were well, PC yeah. games. Well, and you still can't yeah. effectively. Th- those games require mouse and keyboard. Yeah, yeah I've never tried to. Well, so, I'm not a console guy. I'm so. going to make a slight little... Uh, we'll talk about it. So, StarCraft, in their early years, they tried to get on P- They tried to get on N64 and mm-hmm. get on the console. It just... It didn't work well. I think Halo Halo had a R- RTS as well that they tried to get on 360, but it just wasn't... They had a way where you could move your controller and you could select, like... A circle of things and that would just like kind of follow where you want it just does it really just doesn't work you have to have more control mm-hmm. you have to have more flexibility yeah. of like using apms which is actions per minute you know for starcraft a good actions per minute is like 140 like that's a minimum to be like a gold or plus that's why yeah. i can't play those games competitively it's it's too much stress <laughs> i just got too much carpal tunnel now i just it just i can't play that yeah. i've never been a pvp type guy i'm a pve guy yeah I, and starcraft it was fun pve but repetitive yeah. like you really had to uh really up the computer opponents at some point oh yeah no you yeah. just had to play human yeah. people and if you want to good that's yeah. not my thing GG. Yeah, too intense. Yeah, never GG. my thing. Never <laughs> yeah. my thing. Yeah, like in in total, you know, in Total War, it's got some multiplayer elements. You, know, you can play multiplayer. Yep. And and actually, I played a campaign in an iteration with another pro- that was really fun. We weren't, re- it wasn't really PvP. In fact, I don't think we ever like. I think we were just like allied the whole time, but yeah. it still was just really fun. But uh, but yeah, I like being able to like pause <laughs> and issue all my orders. Pause, pause is good, and then <laughs> unpause <laughs> because. Because the computer gets to do that, <laughs> the computer doesn't have to think. Yeah, yeah, it just does. Right. And yeah. So, yeah. And well, that's what you have to get at some point if you're going to be competitive. You're not thinking; you're just doing. Right. Like right. you don't have to think about it anymore; it just happens. But that, right? Mm. In, but that, that to a point, no. That like came, it has to be second nature. 
Well, action games do. I, I think I think it depends on what type of game we're talking about. Like, I think if you're playing an FPS, you're right. It, it does become like a Reaction. react, a move. Yeah. But but there's still like a little bit, there's still gamesmanship and strategy that's going to mm-hmm. go into like a, a competitive RTS. Yep. Or even a, or even like a Dota or, or a League of Legends, I think. And those games are a lot slower than StarCraft, where when you're playing 1v1 StarCraft, it's not just, oh, you're just clicking for no reason you're actually doing it because you're trying to micro move your well and those those you have to not be able to think about what you're doing you just need to know this is what i do this is this is that's the point i'm trying to make c's point is to think like when in in starcraft i think maybe this is the point you're making if you think i'm if you're going to be a competitive starcraft player and you're like I'm going to build this, and I don't know if this applies to her. I'm going to build this mine. Sure. You you better not be thinking, I've got to click here and then click here. It's like literally building mine and then, whoops, sorry, and then your hand does the rest, right? Yeah. Like, so, like I need to like create well, these units yeah, that's and instead absolutely. of your brain having to think like, oh, I've got to click on this recruitment building and then it's like boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah. It's, a, it's a little bit more than that. What I'm What I'm trying to get across is when something happens in the game, if you're playing something competitively, you don't have time to think about what your reaction is. You just have to do the reaction. Yeah. You just have to know this is how I counter that. There's no pausing to sit back and think, okay, he did this. I need to do this. You already have to have done it. Well, yeah. In any that's com- what I'm trying to. Right. That's what I'm Correct, trying to get across. Right. It's just in any competitive sport, you can't just say timeout. Yeah, you can't think in about football, what you're you doing. Can't, you have to in do football, it. you can't time out in, an, in a live play. Well, like, that's what happens in the league. When the that's quarterback's reading the defense, he can't stop and think about what he's seeing. He has to just react to what he sees. Right. And that's what makes what kind of brought me back to thinking that like yes, the football. appeal of Total War <laughs> is really more like a train set or a dollhouse. Miniatures. Like, it's like miniatures. Like yeah. when people actually have draw like for D&D, they have miniatures and you kind of... It's now I might visualized. Still have some around here, right? You know, yeah. it's visualized game. You know, because I do have to think a little yeah. bit about how I'm going to try and outsmart the AI or something. But it's not that hard. The AI is really fucking stupid. You know, they're going to charge you with their cavalry first. Probably you're going to like hang back with your archers, and they're just going to eat arrows. You yeah. know, it's like they're pretty fucking dumb. So it's it's not really like a it's not really a thing where occasionally I do get that little endorphin boost of, Hey, you won, you figured something out where if I do encounter a battle where I'm like, Holy shit, I only got 400 guys. I got 1200. What am I going to do? And then yeah, pull some Julius Caesar shit and fucking flank their asses. You get a little bit of that, but mostly what I'm going for is just like that epic overview of armies clashing. Yeah. (laughs) It's your mini, Game of Thrones, yeah. the big fights. Mm-hmm. You get yeah. to have a little clash where you don't get that every week in all your games and things. Like, yeah, yeah. say, And God, a, a Game of Thrones adaptation would be so good. It would. It would be... because and, and frankly, the Total War series would be the perfect one mm-hmm. for it. They, I mean, God, yeah. If somebody could just mod it even if they had some good voice. Oh, acting. yeah. there's And that's Cause the thing. Because like, they've got dragons. Like, yeah, they have dragons. They yeah. got dragons. And they've got like peasant, you know. I mean, it's all there. Yeah. It's all there. It's really, I think they already have, for a lot of the community, I'm sure that's already made. But the thing I was m- noting was I want the true story. I want right. someone to actually like, go in and make the voiceovers. Yes. And sure it's like, Jon Snow, like you've come, to, why have you come to you know, the wall, blah, right. blah, blah, and start from even going further back and going to the, all those historical God, context. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. The, the white walkers and the, the, the first, the men. free, the free yeah. folk could mm-hmm. be like, they'd be like a horde, you know, if anybody's played total war, it listens yeah. to this, they'd, they'd be, they'd like be the horde, horde units. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have like, 
obviously like your gate cities would be like the the wall in the north yep. and then you the, know, the, the kingdoms would, be... would just be like your standard kind of kingdoms yep. in in total it would be really fucking cool yep be it really be. fucking cool yeah all right guys uh for those traveling please be safe please for be those safe. that are staying in town going to watch the game enjoy it but don't be too inebriated, right? <laughs> don't be drinking where you can't remember you pass out because you want to watch the game. So just take it easy on the beer. Well, get hand boned, guys. Get, but, but 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 not enough. To, like I said, you you are gonna want to remember yeah, the game. You want to remember the game. You don't want to remember like oh I passed out after Mahomes. And I'm a, guy, I'm know. still not quite sure what I'm gonna. I'm still not quite sure what I'm gonna do. I halfway through this podcast, I got a text from from Pops. They're, Miami possibility is still alive. Still in there. We still will in see play. it's still in play. But I, I'm a I'm a type of guy who I I want to watch the game. And I want to hear the I want to hear the announcers. So. Yeah, the commentary. Yeah, yeah, the play by play. Yeah. All right, guys, appreciate it. Um, yeah, have fun, go Chiefs. And go Chiefs. Jeffrey Epstein. Fifty years did in the making. Kill himself. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> he did, so not. did not. <laughs>